Well, good morning and welcome to Journeying Towards Freedom, Amaris podcast series. Today I'm joined by the CEO of Australian Maris Solidarity, Beck Bromhead. Welcome, Beck. Thanks, Tony. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Beck, you were appointed almost nine months ago to the role of CEO, and I know that you are no stranger to Maris life. Working at Maris Youth Care, now Marist 180, and most recently as an advisor of the Maris Refugee Project in Johannesburg. Beck, can you tell us a little about this significant Maris project in South Africa? Sure, Tony. So it's called the Three to Six Project, and it's named um, named Three to Six because it generally runs from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m in the afternoon and it was started and founded by one of our Mara schools in Johannesburg, in central Johannesburg, um, which reflected on its mission as a Mara school, which had become largely quite a privileged community, very active, Sacred Heart College, very active during the apartheid times in, in standing up for freedom and for equality during those difficult times. But it in the 90s and and in the early 2000s, started to reflect on um, how it lives that mission out today and in the challenges facing our community today. And it saw that there was a real need for refugee, migrant um, and asylum seeker children who were not able to access public education for a variety of reasons. And so it set up the Three to Six project um, hosted by that Mara school to help those children access quality education. Um, It's really a bridging education until they're able to access mainstream schools. But it's an incredibly inspiring project and something that's still really dear to my heart. Well, it's extraordinary work, Beck. And that concept of freedom is one that we want to invite you into a conversation with today. The belief that at the very heart or core of the gospel message is that not only does God love us, but that God wants us to be free and to be whole. Beck, just to begin our conversation, what's your own experience or response to this concept or idea of freedom? Sure. Look, I think it's a really powerful, um, really powerful image. And and for me, it it, um, calls to mind another really famous South African sort of image, which is that of Nelson Mandela, who spoke about um, being free, not merely being um, able to cast off one's own chains, but to be able to live in a way that respects and enhances the freedoms of others. And for me, that's a really powerful um, image in terms of um, what freedom and searching for for God and for wholeness in our lives looks like. Um, And that's certainly been a really strong theme in my own own faith journey and and spiritual journey, this sense that... um, The kingdom is here in the now. It's not something while we're still building it, it's not something that we're trying to, that we're waiting for or trying to earn, you know, entrance into, but rather we are building the kingdom right here and now. And for so many people, that isn't an experience of freedom. So how do we take the gospel's message um, in particular, and I think it's really timely for us at the moment, that message of love for our neighbour and make it real in our world? So that's really been my own personal sort of response to that to that journeying towards freedom. And Beck, are there examples in your own life that you where you've 
seen glimpses of the the kingdom or the reign of God being made present? There certainly are, yeah. I think um, I'll use the cliche of all of the beautiful experiences of God's natural world. They speak most powerfully to me and I think also our responsibility for stewardship over that is something that's really powerful part of, you know, of my my faith and experience of spirituality and faith. But um, if I return to, to the themes that we explored in the 3 to 6 project, um, a really important um, key or pathway to freedom, but also a really important expression of our, of our desire to build the kingdom, so both of those things, can be found in, in providing access to education to vulnerable young people. And that just speaks so clearly to our Maris mission, I think, as well, and, and has been something that's uh, very, very strong in my current role here with AMS and the work that Australian Maris Solidarity is doing. So I think explicitly AMS is a really intimate response to that Maris mission to, to serve young people on the margins or young people who are experiencing vulnerability. But it also speaks to our broader Christian journey, which is about helping people to have an experience, a positive experience of God and to know God and to seek, seek that wholeness that you spoke of earlier in their lives. And in those roles as advisor to the, the three to six project in Johannesburg and the significant uh, role you have with uh, Mara Solidarity. What nurtures or, or nourishes you um, personally or, or fuels your uh, fire uh, to contribute and to continue to build that kingdom of God in, in the way that you do? It's a great question, Tony. I think for me it's always been about people and I'm really energised and, and find you know, my connection with people, other people who are on the journey to be very life-giving and to be very energising. And, and at AMS at the moment, I think immediately um, of our Maris community here in Australia, whether it's the AMS staff who work, you know, work in such a significant way in this area, but also the communities, our schools, our brothers, our association groups who all have a desire to reach outside of their own experience and try and, and they might not use the language build the kingdom, but I would say contribute to that broader that broader goal. Um, but I suppose the most powerful thing that energises me really would be when I have the privilege to actually meet some of the young people that we assist. And I'm thinking um, immediately of uh, spent a little bit of time in Timor-Leste in January this year and met some of the graduates of our um, ICFP Maris Teacher Training College in Baokao. And we asked the graduates in conversation, you know, what's been different for them? What's been something that's been distinct about their Marist education at the college? And what has that meant for them then as they went out to educate the young people of Timor-Leste in, you know, in their classrooms? And very strongly and very clearly from every single person I asked, um, the response was, with the Maris, we learnt that it wasn't only about teaching young people, that we really needed to care for and love these young people. 
um, before we could do anything related to, to education. And they spoke about, you know, the dignity of the person and the right for young people to be heard and, and, and why then education is a vehicle for doing some of those things. So for me, that was a moment of real pride that that's something that not only AMS, but also our broader Marist mission and community um, can be really proud of. I can see it's something that you can make us as very proud. And Beck, is there a, a learning from this experience that you'd just like to share with others that you think might help help them along their path? Sure. Um, for me, an important lesson has been that nothing is absolute, not in the world and not on our faith journey, not in our relationship with others. So that's something I, I would share, that my contribution to, to this journey towards freedom, to this seeking of justice in our world, was very different when I was a student to what it is as I'm an adult now. It's been different when I've been volunteering to when I'm in a professional role. Um, it will change again when I retire. And so um, not to expect that things, that a contribution is going to be the same throughout one's life and that that's okay. Um, you know, in AMS, we obviously uh, seek financial support to, to support the projects that we work with. But there are times when people aren't able to, to make a financial contribution and that's okay. There's other ways that we can build the kingdom. Sometimes we'll, we'll volunteer. Sometimes it'll just be about the depth of the relationships that we can establish and how we respect the inherent dignity of people that we're engaging with and trying to build that network of solidarity. Um, so I suppose that also leads into our prayer lives and into our spiritual lives. There will be times of really rich, deep connection to God and there'll be times when God feels a little further away. Um, there'll be times when we connect strongly through community or through math or through prayer and, and retreat. And there'll be other times in our journey where it's through service that we see the face of God. So I think just that flexibility around understanding what this looks like and what the journey might hold, I think is, has really been a lesson for me. Well, Beck, thank you for the wonderful work that you do. And thank you for your words of encouragement for each one of us to continue our own search towards what it means to be free and to be whole. Thanks for accompanying us on that search. Thanks, Beck. Such a pleasure. Thanks very much. <laughs>